welcome to my show. My name's Irene Cook. I'm your host, and you're listening to Trustology. Trustology is my podcast where I talk about real life stories from real life people from which I work with every single day. So I hope you enjoy these stories, and more so, I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Trustology. My name is Irene Cook. I'm your host. And today I'm going to talk about change. Change is so incredibly hard. And as a wellness coach, I am here to tell you that I witness this day by day. Uh, If you are somebody that has tried to change their lifestyle, tried to change their eating patterns, tried to change their exercise patterns, this is something that we take for granted. Uh, We assume that we can sign up for a program, pick up a book, download a regimen, perhaps even get an app and uh, learn what it takes to change the way we think, change the way we eat, and even change the way that we perceive our our lifestyle should be approached. Uh, But but it's a lot deeper than that. And uh, I kind of want to share a a little bit of what I've been doing for the last month. Um, And and it'll kind of uh, bring some light to a few things. And and one of them is uh, where I've been and why my uh, absence has been uh, pronounced as far as uh, the podcasts and and why I've been silent uh, for the last month. Uh, And I do appreciate those of you that have noticed. And so, so what prompted me to do this podcast? Well, well, first off, uh, yes, I have been very busy, and uh, many of you know that I've been uh, spending, I spent the last year, uh, 2022, advancing my uh, education quite a bit. Uh, not only have I furthered my education in uh, wellness coaching, but also in functional diagnostic nutrition, and, and what I've learned is that wellness, nutrition, exercise is extremely complicated. Um, Before I got into all of the depths of the new knowledge that I've uh, embraced, um, I I really thought it was just about diet exercise. Uh, I really thought it was just about learning how to eat, uh, changing your patterns, uh, learning what it takes to uh, become a better eater, uh, better at meal prepping, better at self-forgiving, better at organization. And, And yes, it does take all of those things. However, there's a multitude of factors that also uh, fall in the depths of this. And, and I'm not going to get into all of those. But but one thing that really stood out for me um, was what it takes to change. And uh, I want to kind of uh, lay out the psychology that lies beneath this, because I really found this to be very helpful uh, for me as a coach. 
And I found this to be very helpful for me as I explain this to people who are who are really struggling. And truly, I have been using this as well uh, when I onboard clients because there are people that are just not ready for change. Uh, we want to be ready for change. Of course, we all want to lose weight. We all want to feel better. We all want to uh, meet those goals. We want to fit into those smaller genes. <laughs> uh, we want to leave those behaviors behind that have been haunting us for years and years. In fact, I had a, a client here yesterday for for an in-person visit who, who has now graduated uh, to become one of my ambassadors. And uh, what this means is she she started out as a client, a struggling client, and now she understands the components of living this lifestyle. What I mean is she has become the program. She no longer has to think about what it takes to follow the, the steps needed to be successful. Uh, she's embraced it. This is her new lifestyle. It is her new identity. And, and, and so, so what, what happens here is when somebody really, really wants to change, um, we go through these, these six stages. And, and this is a psychological uh, set of changes. Um, and this is something that comes from uh, psychological theories. And the first, the first stage is pre-contemplation. Uh, when we are in the pre-contemplation stage, uh, we, we technically are not ready to make the change. We want to make it, but we're not ready. Uh, there are external forces that are prompting us to want to make the change, whether it's society, whether it's family, whether it's uh, your doctors. Uh, you, you just aren't the person yourself that's wanting to make it. Uh, perhaps you want to make the change because you are tired of feeling tired. You are tired of uh, not liking the way you look or feel. But the difference here when you are in pre-contemplation is you aren't willing to let go of the excuses that are embedded within you to accept the challenge of moving on to the next stage. And uh, this is a very complicated uh, stage because when you're in this stage, you aren't able to identify that these excuses are excuses. And, and as I talk about excuses, we all have them, we all make them. But when you are in pre-contemplation, you don't own them. You aren't able to accept the fact that these excuses are there, but you're not willing to do anything about them. You're not taking ownership and you're not willing to take that next step to proceed with measures uh, to enable yourself to further on past that. Okay, so that's pre-contemplation. Uh, the, the next stage is contemplation. And so, so these two stages can be very confusing because when, when we are in contemplation, uh, we are, are ready to make 
a change, but we're, we're kind of at that procrastination. Um, at this point, you have been researching, uh, you might be planning, uh, you might be waiting for that perfect time. <laughs> well, you know, it's December. I don't want to do this now. Uh, you're the wishful thinker. Uh, you're just kind of waiting for that motivation to come, but you're also very afraid of failure. Uh, and this is very content, uh, common. Uh, contemplators uh, often find substitutions uh, instead of taking action. So for example, what I mean here is instead of actually doing uh, what they need to do to make the change, they are making substitutions. Uh, so for example, uh, we're not going to quit smoking. Uh, we are going to just start vaping instead. Um, that, is, that is really not uh, solving your problem. Uh, you're not going to stop drinking completely. You're just going to reduce your drinking down to two drinks a day. Um, you're not going to stop eating sugar. Uh, you're just going to reduce the amount of sugar that you're, you're eating. And, and, and so you're really not taking action. Um, and so, so here you are acknowledging that there is a problem. Uh, you are acknowledging that you want to change it, but, but contemplators have trouble with the understanding that the cause of their problems uh, need solutions. And it's very common here to be stuck in the stage for a long time. And I will tell you that research shows that people can be stuck in contemplation for one to two years. Um, there's there's a lot of, of thinking here of, I, I, I don't even know what to do. Uh, I, I'm here, I just, I'm stuck. Um, I really don't know what the next steps are. And again, uh, the wishful thinker is here. I'm just waiting for that right time. Uh, and, and by the way, you could be in pre-contemplation for decades. Um, people could be in pre-contemplation for decades. Uh, for example, my doctor has been telling me for years that uh, cholesterol is an issue. Um, I've seen the, the signs on the, the wall for years and years and years, and I'm ignoring them because it's not my fault that uh, I don't have the resources to do anything about it. So, so again, uh, excuses and, and not willing to take action. All right. So, so that's the second, second stage. Now, now once you're in contemplation, uh, you, you are seeing that, uh, this change needs to be made. And oftentimes when you're in contemplation, you are doing research, you are planning, but you're kind of spinning your wheels. And until you actually move into the next, uh, the next stage, which is the preparation stage, uh, you're not really making any changes. And uh, once you move into preparation, uh, you free yourself from that guilt. And you realize that it's okay uh, if you do fall and fail, because you're only going to learn from these mistakes. And it feels safe. And this is usually when clients come to me, because I am able to acknowledge the fact that we are going to focus only on making small adjustments, setting deadlines, and making commitments to change. Uh, preparation focuses on the future and the solution, but not the problem. So, so if we could step back into the contemplation stage, which is the one prior to this, clients typically uh, will focus on only the problem. 
in contemplation. Again, I don't know what to do. I've been stuck here a long time. Nothing is working for me. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. Nothing has worked so far. I'm going to be here forever. Uh, we are focusing on the problem. But when, you, when you're in preparation, you're focusing on the solution. So to put it into perspective, as soon as somebody moves into this stage, they are no longer zeroing in on the I can't and they are focused on the I can. Uh, and I think I saw a lot of light bulbs go on uh, out there in audience land because, because at this stage, we have left behind the I, I cannot lose weight and we have now been introduced to the I got this, um, I'm going to do this. And we start visualizing our success. And, and this is where the magic happens. Uh, we, we only focus on solutions and we find solutions that make sense. And uh, we, we challenge ourselves, but when we, when we negatively think, when, when negative patterns start rolling into our heads, um, we challenge ourselves with vital steps in order to move past them. And, and this here is where it is critical that you have a support system. Uh, this is where I shine as a coach. Uh, this is where you need a, a critical and vital support system uh, to help you because without having it, you could very, very easily slip back into that contemplation. Um, and if you haven't listened to uh, my podcast on my Get You Fit radio uh, show, uh, which I titled The Stages of Weight Loss, this, this ties in very nicely because uh, when you are in that first month, that first two months, you are in that preparation. Uh, you are unstoppable. But then when things start to go wrong, when you start to doubt yourself, you slip back into that contemplation. And that's when those excuses start rolling back right into your head and you start to doubt yourself. And, and, and so now you are no longer focused on the solution. You are right back to focusing on that problem and how nothing works. Okay. All right. So what happens after preparation? The force stage is action. And these two things are, are and can be very confusing. Uh, so, so let me differentiate the two. Uh, in contemplation, uh, you are preparing, uh, I'm sorry, in preparation, you are preparing to take action. Well, in action, you are actually taking action where your behavior has been modified. Um, here, you have stopped drinking. Uh, you have started exercising you have stopped smoking. Um, instead of substituting, uh, instead of substituting the cigarette for the vape, um, you are finding alternatives. Uh, you are having healthy muffins over donuts. You are having almond milk instead of creamer. Um, and so, so this is the alternative. You're taking action. And so what you're doing is you are reconstructing your environment to reduce those triggers. And, and this is the action stage and this is where the success happens. And so the two kind of go hand in hand. Uh, the preparation uh, needs to be there because you have to plan, you have to focus on your success, but then you also have to take action. So if you prepare 
Um, and many of you do this. Many of you download the guides. Many of you read the guides. Many of you make the booklets and the and the the pretty binders. But then you don't take action. Uh, you don't actually make the muffins. <laughs> you just you just look at how pretty they are, um, but you don't make them. And so therefore, you you don't experience that action. And so therefore, you are going to slip back into that contemplation and you are going to end up back at uh, focusing on the problem. Okay. And so, so once you're in action, uh, that's when you start to see results. And that is when you start to see that you can do it. Um, something happens here. Um, you become very, very aware of the fact that you can do it. Uh, Self-efficacy becomes a factor. And what that means is you realize that you can do this on your own. Uh, you don't need the support of others because you're able to do this uh, intrinsically. And uh, at this point, when you're in the action stage, you find yourself kind of becoming a role model in a way because others are turning to you for advice. And that strengthens uh, and validates the fact that you are uh, able to do this. All right, and so the fifth stage is the maintenance stage. And uh, at this point, many of you uh, who are and made it to maintenance, uh, many of my loyal members have made it to maintenance, and this is where you, you've really kind of got it down. Uh, you, you really just need a little bit of check-in to make sure that your progress is, is moving along. Uh, at this point, I just kind of need to remind my clients, uh, you know, making sure that they are, are, are accomplishing and that I'm giving them credit for their accomplishments, uh, but also kind of have to remind them uh, that, that they could still slip back. Because at this point, at the maintenance stage, um, uh, you're, you're not done. Uh, this is where it's still very slippery slope. And the, the ice is still very thin. Um, social pressures, uh, internal challenges to motivation, and special events can still pose a great threat. And uh, we lost a lot of people in the maintenance stage during COVID because they, they just fell through the cracks. Um, they didn't have that internal motivation uh, and they allowed all of the uh, social pressures and special events to, to pull them back uh, into that contemplation stage. All right, so, so once you have gotten uh, through the maintenance stage, and many people do, um, uh, there, there is a sixth stage. And uh, they actually call this the termination stage. And it, it, it's not my favorite term, uh, but, but psychologically it's called the termination stage. And this is when uh, people have the skills and the tools to maintain their behavior. Um, and there is minimal or no risk for them to return back to their previous behaviors or patterns. And uh, although most people really never will be without a risk of returning back to their old ways, um, it is, it's important to always make sure 
uh, that we check in with ourselves and make sure that we don't relapse. Because I'm here to tell you, um, as somebody that has uh, lost weight and gained it back six times, probably more than that, but I'm talking my substantial amount. Uh, even even the last time, which was in 2016, when I when I gained back my last uh, 30 pounds, uh, I, I thought I was in termination, but but something happened and I slipped back. Uh, so so when you are in termination, um, you must always realize that you're not invincible, um, and that relapse could still happen. So you should always check in with yourself. You should always make sure that you aren't in denial. You should make sure that you are challenging yourself with new goals and that you are in tuned with your goals because uh, change is hard. And uh, no matter who you are, uh, you may end up finding yourself uh, toggling amongst all of these different changes, levels of change. And, and um, as, as, as I went through this uh, the other day, um, as I was teaching this to my cohorts of, of students, I thought to myself, you know, I've been through all of these stages with, with a multitude of different things. And, um, and as I, I slipped away from my podcasting for the month, I realized that I was in a really good rhythm uh, with my podcasting. And I was in a really good routine with getting these podcasts out. Um, I was I was kind of along the lines of of these stages. I didn't have to think about it. Um, but but I fell off the track with that even. And and uh, I, I found myself uh, contemplating, contemplating on uh, what to talk about. Uh, whether it was worth it. Is anybody listening? Uh, you know, that self-doubt that I had um, until Ashley, uh, sweet Ashley, called me out on it yesterday and said to me, hey, you know, uh, are your podcasts on hold or something? <laughs> and and uh, it, it really kind of shook me because I thought, you know what, even though I am busy uh, spinning my hundreds of plates, uh, that doesn't mean that I need to break the pattern uh, that I've established for myself and uh, and for my followers. Um, and and incidentally, uh, there's there's so many things, so many things that fall through the cracks. But but as I listened to uh, Ashley and I thought about these these stages of change, I thought, you know what, what a great show. Uh, to come back to. And what a great show to have everybody listen to as we end uh, 2022 uh, with, because uh, change is a beautiful thing. And if anybody has seen uh, the inspirational quote that I have on my wall, if it doesn't challenge you, it sure as heck won't change you. So Ashley, thank you. And I hope you all enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed my show. I broadcast from Anchor. Anchor's done right at home, and I feed it through Spotify, Spotify, and Apple. So if you enjoyed my show, 
definitely give me a thumbs up on my ratings. If you want more information about any of my programs, you could reach me at www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.